Journey with Panagia, brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society of the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese of Australia. As we approach the feast of the falling asleep of the All-Holy Theotokos on August 15, the Greek Orthodox Christian Society brings you Journey with Panagia, a podcast series reflecting on the miraculous life of the Virgin Mary, also known as the Panagia or Theotokos, who Orthodox Christians honour as the bearer of Jesus Christ, enabling God to take human flesh and making Panagia the supreme example of cooperation between God and man. In this first edition of the podcast, we are joined by Father Dimitri Kokinos, parish priest of St. Ioannis Greek Orthodox Church, Parramatta, to reflect on the birth and ancestry of Panagia. This is The Journey with Panagia. My brothers and sisters, the birth of Panagia was a miracle. Her mother Anna, who was formerly barren, gives birth to a child, a daughter Mary. The church and all the earth rejoices, for this child that is born is she who shall become the mother of our God. She shall give birth to a son who is God, God who becomes man. He who was the pre-eternal God has prepared for himself a mother, a mother who will give birth to him according to the flesh. The Most Holy Theotokos is a bridge between heaven and earth because it was through her that God descended from his heavenly throne and appeared on earth as a man. The Most Holy Theotokos shall become our offering to God through whom he will put into motion his plan for the propitiation of the sins of the whole inhabited earth. She is born who is the one human being, the one person in the history of the human race, upon whom God, the all-sufficient, depended upon in order to effect our salvation. The birth of the Most Holy Theotokos is an occasion for much rejoicing. Also, we can learn from the parents of Panagia, righteous Joachim and Anna, a very good lesson about our life in Christ. We can take them as a model of the Christian struggle and as an example of hope and perseverance in trials. Saints Joachim and Anna were distinguished for their pious and righteous manner of life. Just as with the parents of John the Baptist, St. Zacharias and Elizabeth, we could also say they were both before God righteous. They walked in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. For the Jews, childlessness was a matter of reproach. 
it was thought that such a couple were for some reason rejected by God. So their barrenness was a very painful trial for them. Although they lived in a righteous manner, yet God had withheld children from them. They must have thought, why is this so? Why are we being cursed by God? It is helpful to understand issues in their historical and cultural context. Even today, many couples, if they are infertile, they find this very distressing. However, in the times of Jesus, within that culture, if a couple was infertile, it was an enormous shame and extremely distressing. And this trial or cross of theirs reached its peak when Saint Joachim, on bringing an offering to God in the temple, was rebuked by one of his fellow Israelites for his childlessness. Yet at this affront, the righteous couple did not rebel against God, they, and they became and they did not become bitter or complain as many people do in the midst of trials. They humbly accepted everything that had come upon them and they did not lose hope. They turned to God in fervent prayer. The righteous Joachim went off into the hill country and with prayer and fasting besought God to take away their reproach while Saint Anna lamented at home in her garden. And an angel of God appeared to each, informing them that they would bear a child. To Joachim the angel said, Joachim, Joachim, the Lord God hath heard thy prayer. Go down hence, for behold, thy wife Anna shall conceive. And to Anna the angel said, Anna, Anna, the Lord hath heard thy prayer, and thou shalt conceive, and shalt bring forth, and thy seed shall be spoken of in all the world. This is a pattern of what happens in our lives. When we seem to be crushed in one way or another, we seem to be deprived of God's grace, and we feel unable to endure any more. Yet this is often a prelude to something good that God wants to give us. But he is first putting us through a test. He tests us to see if we are prepared to receive what he has in store for us. So then, when we face various sorrows, sufferings and pains, whether of body or soul, we must be patient and not lose hope. Rather, we should turn to God, entreating him with fervent prayer. For fruit will come, and all the more if we are able to add fasting to our waiting on the Lord with prayer. But we do not look for fruit as something external, something material, but we must look for fruit within ourselves, fruit in our souls, in our hearts. What we really should desire as a fruit of our trials in this life is to give birth to the grace of God in our hearts. And this grace will, so to speak, bring forth children, that is, the fruits of the Spirit, of which the Holy Apostle Paul writes, love, joy, peace, 
long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And it may be that God will not take away our trials. He has the power to. He may bring about a solution to our problems. A miracle may happen. The miracle may be that our illness recovers or a very difficult person changes. However, an equally great miracle occurs if our problem does not get better, yet we experience inner consolation in the midst of our trial and suffering. It is a great miracle if in the midst of our tribulations we experience the fruits of the Spirit within ourselves. Then the trials we experience will be as nothing. So let us take the example of the hope and perseverance of the righteous Joachim and Anna as a model for us. Let us be ready for whatever trials come upon us to seal our faith in God. At this time of year, when we remember Panagia a lot and are getting ready to celebrate her Domitian, let us turn to the Mother of God and ask her for a gift. And what gift should be should we be looking for perseverance, hope and patience in the trials that come upon us. And then we shall also bring forth the other fruits of the Spirit spoken of by the Apostle. Through the prayers of his most pure mother, may our Lord Jesus Christ have mercy on us and adorn us with the fruits of his Holy Spirit. And if we are thus adorned, we shall have an entrance into his heavenly kingdom to ever rejoice in the vision of the Holy Trinity together with the most holy Theotokos and all the saints unto the ages of ages. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Journey with Banayia. To keep up to date with the podcast series, 
subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. For more Orthodox talks, sermons and podcasts, visit orthodoxjourney.com.